You're listening to Perfectly Normal. This is a podcast where I bring you love, courage, and connection. I'm your host, Michelle Quay. I'm a confidence and leadership coach, where I work with negative self-talkers to get them to believe in the talent that they have in reaching their full potential in both personal and professional life. I'm the founder of Elevate Life Coaching. It's a coaching and seminar company. Welcome to the show. Hi, everyone. Welcome to this week's uh, episode. What do I want to talk about this week? This week, I would like to talk about how do you believe when you don't know? Yeah, I think that's a good topic to talk about because a lot of time um, my client will come to me and they said, you know, I want this and that. I want clarity. I want confidence. I want, I want to feel good about myself. I want to enjoy that freedom and happiness, everything, you know. Why can I have that? And, you know, I, when, when I ask them, so tell me what you need and what is it that we need to address? And a lot of time they would answer me with, I don't know. And so I don't know is actually a way of knowing. <laughs> when you don't know, you actually know. I know it's kind of um, really ironic, right? It's very hard to believe that when you don't know something, you actually know it. And this is very Taoism. Um, so I have a bit of background in Buddhism. I grew up in a family where we, my parents, they're not religious, but a lot of our belief are based on the Buddhism, you know, the Asian, Chi- Asian um, Chinese way of seeing things and seeing life. And in Buddhism, a lot of what we experience in life has to do with suffering. Everything is suffering. Everything that we are going through in this life is suffering. And when you see things as suffering, a lot of time you learn to tolerate the pain. <clears throat> and actually my mom just had a hip replacement surgery earlier this week. And this is something that I've observed this week. And you know, every time the doctors or the nurses or uh, physical therapists, they come and visit her and she's at home now and she's doing well, by the way. And so she's at home and every time they ask her, how, how painful are you and or where are you on that pain scale? So if you've ever been to a doctor's office, the way that they assess your pain level is asking you this scale. So how painful are you on a scale of zero to 10? Zero being you have no pain and 10 being you have a lot of pain. And she would rate herself as, you know, um, I'm a two. Or sometimes like this morning, her physical therapist came by and then she was asking her, how, pain, how, how much pain do you have? And she said, zero. And mind you, this is someone who just had a surgery, a, a major hip replacement. It was a big cut. And this is something that has to do with the bone. So you would think that that's a lot of pain, right? But no, she said there's no pain. And she's taking very minimum uh, pain, pain medication. So this is someone ha- who had lived through her life, feeling that pain of your bone grinding with each, e- each other. And every step is just pounding on that muscle on that bone and so to me 
that's someone who had lived through a lot of pain. So maybe she, when she was walking, she was experiencing what nine out of ten a pain or eight out of ten a pain. So she was constantly exposed to that feeling of pain. And this is this is where I want to get back to that you know everything is about suffering. So when you are in the belief system of everything is suffering, you already have you already build up a lot of that pain tolerance to everything that you experience, you expect things will, when, when things go wrong, there is going to be pain and suffering. So you already have that, set yourself that expectation of this is not going to be pleasant, but that's okay. I'm going to deal with it. I'm going to cope through it. I'm going to live through it. And so you already had a baseline understanding of Hmm, this is not going to be comfortable. This is not going to be a smooth sailing. So your expectation is entirely different. And I think that's a really big distinct, uh, distinction between, um, you know, um, um, the majority of how a system, our, our, our society is believing. We want, we seek for pleasure. We want something that's pleasant. We want to have that happiness and we want to have that positive experience. But you know, in reality, you may go through your day and your day may be just be okay. And it may just be okay that you are not failing at anything. You are not experiencing any negativity. It could be just okay. And, but yet, depending on how you set your expectation, you may experience something completely different. So it's, it's going back to the stories that we've been telling ourselves, right? What expectation do you have in a new adventure, in a new career, in a new experience that you may not have before? Did you walk in to your experience with an expectation of, well, you know, I'm going to the new, this new job. And even though it's not something that I have worked before, but yeah, you know, I'm going to go in and I'm going to be the, the very top of the corporate ladder, even though this is a new position. So you may be a manager for your all your entire life. Suddenly you go and becoming this director. You walk in with the expectation that you are going to know everything and you're going to... Um, know everyone and you're going to be working well with everyone. Um, sometimes when that doesn't happen, that's where we get really um, bogged down by that experience because <clears throat> we walked in with expectations. Um, so how do you know? How do you know when you don't know? And this is going back to where we start in the beginning. How do you know when you don't know? If you notice Every time that we don't know something, it's typically facing an experience that we never had dealt with before. Or maybe it's even something that's repeatedly had happened and you kept using the same methodologies of how you were using before. So if you walked in, I'm going to go back to using my example from the manager to director. If you walked in and this is your first time being a director and you're still applying the same methodologies as you were having as a manager, you might run into obstacle where you may not know how to deal with um, managing. How, what, what does it involve with managing? 
right? You no longer manage all these people be, be, um, underneath you. You start to manage a different group, and and the, that different group may have different personality. You may have different responsibilities, and so it's a whole new, different experience for you. And you never done it before. So how do you know? So what you do know, and this is where a lot of my clients they get they get really.、Um, They have that shift, and it's so beautiful. I love when I do this virtually. I love to see their facial expression because you can know you know that you just made a made a shift in their life, and you know that you just help them uncover something that they couldn't see before. And this is the best part about my career as a coach is about sitting across someone and knowing that suddenly they see the light. Within themselves, and that is the most beautiful experience I ever had. And this is really the part where I really truly enjoy being a coach, is when I create that shift for that for that someone. And so every time when they say I don't know,、um, I usually tell them that you already know the answers, you're just not seeing it. And the reason why we're not seeing it is because a lot of time our focus is focusing on you know what is wrong with the situation, why is it me, why is it not working out, why is it that no one wants to be with me, why is it that no one understands me, and why is it that you know I can't be part of. A conversation or enjoy the conversation. We're focusing on all the things that's not working out. And how likely do you think to know and to be able to recognize all the quality and all the all the attributes that we already have and we already possess? The fact that you got to got through this journey up until here means that you did something really well, and so you do know something. You do know how to manage people, right? And I, I hate to use the word manage because we're not really managing people; we're leading people. So maybe leading is a better word.、Um, but you got the idea, right? So instead of managing people, you know how to lead. You already know. You already have the ability as a leader, as someone who has more knowledge in in some aspect or some technical skills that that people look up to. Look, look up to, and you may have a great skills in delegating the tasks. You may have great skills in in troubleshooting. So all these skills got you here.、Um, but somehow, when we get really stressed out and when we get distracted by all these other life factors, we forget what was the reason that brought you here. What was the qualities and what were your strengths that got you here on this path? And when you look closely, it's not your degree, it's not how much money you have in the bank, it's not how many friends you have around you right now. It's the attribute, it's the value, it's your personal strength, it's your inner beauty that's been helping and keeping you going. But we forget that. And those are the things that we know. We just forgot. So, it's my job to actually to remind you that these are the qualities that you have. So, the next time when you say you don't know, I wanted to challenge you. I want to challenge you to start thinking that you do know 
And the answers are always there inside of you. And you just have to remember it. All you have to do is draw those positive that you've been doing so well and apply them to your present moment. So, yep, something to think about. I'm going to challenge you this week to think about what have you done well and what have you learned this week. All right. I'll see you all next week. Hey, thanks for listening. In order for this conversation to continue, I would like to invite you to join my private Facebook group, The Confidence Lab for Remarkably Courageous People. This is where we can continue this conversation to bring more love, courage, and connection in helping each other and supporting each other in moving forward in our lives. If you found value in this show, I would appreciate if you can give me a rating on iTunes or Spotify. Or simply share this show with a friend who may benefit from hearing it. This podcast is made possible by listeners like you. If you'd like to learn more about what I do as a coach, please visit my website at elevatelifecoaching.org or shoot me an email. See you on the next show.